Before we get into this week's episode, I'm jumping in really quickly to let you know about my free event happening this Friday, the 18th of August magnetic. Now, during our hour together, I am going to take you through the three things that you need to master to own your difference, find your authentic voice and show up more powerfully online. It's going to be so much fun. It's happening at 9.30 a.m. and you can register at www.moniqueharding.co forward slash magnetic. Welcome to Rising Femme a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Rising Femme. Thank you so much for joining me. Can you believe that it is August? This is crazy. I feel like I say this every year though, right? It's like time gets away from you and then all of a sudden we are middle of the year. Uh, I had a moment recently actually where I had a a meeting with one of my mentors uh, scheduled for around kind of school pickup time. And I said, I'll have to leave a little bit early because I'm still getting used to the school pickup gig. And she sort of looked at me as if to say, Monique, it's like July. <laughs> like you've been doing this for six months. Um, so funny, isn't it? How some things in our life just take that little bit more adjusting, don't they? Um, well, that has nothing to do <laughs> with what we're going to be talking about today because today's podcast episode is all about content. And I wanted to give a slightly different spin on this because I think there's a lot of info out there around things like content pillars and how to perhaps like structure your posts or using trending audio or overall strategy around your content, your messaging, your social media marketing. And when it comes to content, you know, you won't hear me coaching you around the creative side of things. Like I'll let the marketing and the media experts own that space. However, there is a whole conversation around the purpose of your content that once you understand, I know will make the content creation process so much easier for you. So when I'm working with my clients, so much of what is being woven into our business strategy conversations is this deep understanding of customer and sales psychology, of really getting inside their ideal clients' minds, understanding their motivations, their fears, their hesitations, their objections, their desires, and 
also, you know, the business owner's psychology. So my client's psychology, like what it is that they desire in their life, what's their version of a rich life. Um, But that's more so for bigger picture strategy. Let's focus in on the ideal client and their psychology for this particular episode, because that's really the focus of what I want to talk to you about. These four different stages of customer buyer journey and how you can craft content around each of these unique stages, points of reference. So we're going to focus in on the inner workings of your ideal client and your existing client. We're going to explore the content process through the lens of this, and I'll walk you through these four stages, the four stages of almost customer awareness, really, and how you can craft content that speaks to people at each stage on the spectrum. Now, something while you're listening to this, I really want you to be keeping in mind is almost like a bit of an audit process for yourself. You know, you might want to pull out the notes app on your phone, or if you've got pen and paper handy, jot down a couple of these different areas. And it would be helpful to go back, look at your content, even over the last kind of 60 to 90 days. You know, the research shows us that marketing is a measure that has a lag factor, right? So the results that you're getting today are a direct reflection of the marketing efforts that you put in place over the last 60 to 90 days. So if we use that as a bit of a time frame, have a look at how much of each of these four different styles of content you've got across the board. Now, these will largely apply to more of like your social media platforms, I would say, um, because your email list does tend to be your warmer clients, right? People who have already engaged in some sort of experience with you, be it paid or unpaid. Um, And so they're probably more familiar with your body of work, your thought leadership engaged in it. Um, But obviously there will still be people in that community in terms of your email community that fit into these four different stages too, depending on if it's a new product that you're offering, a new service. So Let's dive into it. The four stages of customer awareness. Let's get inside your client's mind and let's start to put some content strategy around it. So the first stage is the problem unaware stage. So this is where clients have a problem, but are in that beautiful, blissfully unaware stage of not having any idea or they define their problem in a different way. So they might blame others or uh, identify it as being a situational or contextual problem. You know, a really common one at the moment is around the economic climate and lots of people thinking that that is to blame um, for some of their results in business. And of course, whilst that is a factor, what I know to be true is that people have a personal economy and I could give you tens of tens of tens, potentially even hundreds of examples of people currently who are in a position to be investing, to be buying your products, your services. So it's all about the narrative that you subscribe to. Now, in this problem unaware stage, the goal is to really start to mess with their current narrative of the problem. 
and create awareness or start to stimulate some interest, right? So you're almost starting to break down some of their beliefs. Maybe you're starting to shine light on some of their pain points. So they start to realize, oh, actually, like that isn't working so well for me or I haven't been so consistent in that area. So the types of content we're looking to create are going to be things like really thought-provoking reels, you know, reels, posts, uh, emails, like it doesn't really matter the platform, right? Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, whatever, choose choose your poison. Uh, but what whether it's a reel, a post, an email, we want to be talking to the specific pain points without explicitly mentioning solutions, right? So this is all about you equipping them with awareness. So it's almost like a bit of a psychoeducation piece, but doing it in a way that really scratches the surface a bit, that almost like evokes something in them, right? People need to feel something in order to change. So you might look to pose some questions in your content, some really thought-provoking questions, or you might start to highlight some potential problem definitions that may not have been considered yet. So to give an example, um, linked to what I was speaking to before, I might write a carousel post for Instagram that I would likely also share on LinkedIn that might talk about the difference between global economy, broader economy, and personal economy. And then I might pose some really edgy questions challenging the readers about their beliefs on what influences buyer behavior. I might throw some statistics in there, or I might even throw in some personal experiences, some stories of different client interactions that I've been having, or some of the wins that my clients have been experiencing in terms of biggest months ever and highest profit and what they're utilizing this time for. Just to start to really, yeah, get get the reader to challenge their own thinking around this. So we're almost trying to create the problem awareness or shift the thinking that they have currently that's keeping them stuck in the problem unaware stage. So that's one form of content. Now you want to make sure that of all of these four forms of different types of content, you want to have a mixture of all four. So it's not a case of, okay, I'm just going to shift all of my content to this problem unaware stage. Uh Uh-uh, not the case. Your ideal client exists at every single stage on the buyer journey. So we want to make sure that we've got a really beautiful mix of each of the four happening within our overall content and marketing strategy. So once people start to move from that problem unaware stage, perhaps they've they've read a bit of your, your content or they've been consuming your videos and then they might start to move into this problem aware stage. So this is where clients are aware that they have a problem, but they're not actively exploring solutions. The goal of this stage is to educate and provide some insights into the nature of the problem. So we're almost going a layer deeper here, right? They know that there's an issue there. They've been moving their way through your content. Okay, yes, I I can see why Monique's raising it in that way. Uh-huh. Maybe she's right. Maybe I'm starting to feel a little bit intrigued about this whole personal economy thing. 
So the goal of the content in the problem aware stage is going to be to scratch around the problem a little bit more, right? Almost to to amplify it in a way that motivates them to take action. So you could do this in a couple of different ways. From a bias psychology perspective, you can either increase the pain point or you can, um, what would we call it? Glossify the shine on the solution. Make the solution feel even more shiny, right? And accessible to them. We want to inspire them into action. So you either go fear-based approach of pain problem um, or you go inspiration of promised solution desire. And honestly, as somebody with a business and psychology background, there's actually a place for both in your marketing. So don't sit there and think, oh, fear-based approach sounds a bit unethical um, because there will be people in your orbit, in your community who will not move based on the inspiration side of things. Like we've all got our own very personalized psychology in terms of what it takes for us to be motivated and to take action. So ideally you want a bit of a mixture of the two. It's beautiful to be doing the the inspiration towards a, a incredible transformation and showing them what's possible, but other people might really identify more with the pain point side of things. And that's then going to be the thing that motivates them to take action and to ultimately buy from you. So what would this content look like in the problem aware stage? Things like really in-depth guides, you know, guides that are going to dive into the root cause of the problem, the impacts it's having. Just really look to broaden your client's understanding and motivate them to seek help. So as I said, it's, it's going that layer deeper. Or you might start to do some videos or some podcasts that are story-based and sharing success stories and highlighting that real mess to magic process of before and after. So that's more of the transformation piece I was speaking to in terms of inspiring them into action. So take it a layer deeper, show them the next step. You have this problem, either this is where it's coming from and we're going to take it a layer deeper. So Let's continue on with the example that I was using before and think about what that layer deeper would look like. You know, I might start to go into why people believe that or why people have that belief about the broader economy having such a big impact. Why is it that they focus on that over focusing on what is within their control? So again, scratching the pain point, right? Making them see, ah, okay, like that's me. I can see myself in this. Or I might do a podcast episode and I might interview one of my clients who's been able to navigate this recently and is a real life example of where her business has flourished during tough economic times. So you've got options there, but you really want to be looking at, as I said, a layer deeper or starting to profile the transformation a little bit more. Then after we move through the problem aware stage, your clients will start to come into solution 
aware stage. So this is where your clients are actively seeking solutions. So they've moved into this buyer stage, right? They're starting to look for people, products, services that can support them. The goal of your content here is going to be to really present your unique selling point and also establish your credibility. You know, you want that alongside it, right? You want to be showing that you're credible, that you're a thought leader, that you are the absolute best person to serve and support them in this issue that they're experiencing. When we think about types of content here, why us kind of stuff, Um, comparison articles, you might be comparing your approach to working what makes you different different as opposed to the more uh, common practices within your industry. might be something about your expertise, your experience, your history, your education that you could shine light on. Anything positioning your unique point of difference during the solution aware stage gets a big tick, right? And this is why I I know I bang on about it so much. And I guess it's like the whole way I have structured my, my business and leadership coaching business is all around the genius zone and you knowing your genius zone and strengths led business, because you have to know this stuff. It's such a critical point of your marketing. And not only is it for your marketing, your whole business being designed around that makes so much sense from a sustainability perspective, from an ease perspective, from a return on investment perspective. So if you do not know your unique zone of genius in terms of the way that you like to communicate, what works best for you in terms of hours of the week, structure, modalities, social media versus word of mouth, strategically, what kind of thinker you are, leadership style wise, what are your natural ways of being, then please reach out to me. I'd love to have a conversation with you because this part in particular, that point of difference, what makes you unique and owning that real business of you, your edge is not only critical to the solution aware stage, but to the overall success of the scale growth sustainability of your business. So whilst you're looking at anything positioning your unique point of difference, you might also start to craft or put together some masterclasses or experiences behind the scenes that give a bit of insight into what it's like to work with you. Yeah. Um, So again, kind of similar to the problem aware stage, like client profiles, bringing them on your podcast, doing an Instagram live with your clients, interviewing previous uh, clients, customers, um, really helpful pieces of content to be incorporating in this solution aware stage. Then after they've moved through that particular stage of the buyer awareness process, we move into finally this product aware stage. So clients in this point, they are aware of your product or service and they are actively considering it. So the goal of your content here is going to be to address any resistance any objections. And you want to be encouraging some decision-making here too. So kind of, you know, nudging, prompting, lovingly nudging, um, then moving into a action stance. So the content you're wanting to create are going to be more 
detailed kind of content about your products, your services. So demonstrations showcasing how you solve their problem. So let's say that you are a cosmetic injector. You might do a start to finish experience of what it looks like to have an appointment with you. And really, again, obviously amplifying that unique point of difference, how you're different. You know, you might do that through the process itself. You might do that through the overall construction of the content, you know, the way you film the video. Um, Perhaps it might be you speaking over the video. You're really shining light on your personality. Again, you know, if when you know your zone of genius, you will know how to do these things. You won't be second guessing them. It will be woven so effortlessly into your strategy. So showcase how you solve the problem to the people in the product aware stage. They need to be able to see themselves and put themselves in the step-by-step experience of what it's like to work with you or to receive a service or support from you and your business. You know, think about, uh, I guess, a a really common um, experience to most of you listening, uh, which would just make this feel really kind of real, uh, would be, you know, when you go into a open home and perhaps you're in the market to buy a new house and you're in the home and it's been styled and they style it really minimally and they do so so that you can picture your furniture, picture yourself living in that space. When there's personalized stuff there, when the the current owner's furniture, goods are surrounded, it can be a little bit more difficult to insert yourself. So we really want to be creating our content in a way that makes it really easy for our ideal clients to see themselves in the process. Now that example is going to be more relevant for some of you over others. Um, But I know for those of you that are in more of the, you know, trade-based, service-based businesses, that could be helpful just to keep in mind. So also looking at this point in terms of content at um, more like story-based type posts, emails, copy. So taking them step-by-step where they can actually be in the transformation process. You know, you might speak to a recent client experience, but do it a little bit more broadly. So um, speaking to the psychographics perhaps, rather than giving like huge amounts of of in-depth detail of who exactly it was. Um, And again, just those case studies that highlight the impact that you have. So we really want to be amplifying and uh, magnifying the uniqueness of your product, of your service, of why you. The content around this stage as well is likely going to be a bit more sales-based. So you're thinking then around creating a little bit of urgency. So doing that through you perhaps limiting the amount of people that you're able to work with in a time frame um, and you sharing that in terms of your availability. It might be early bird specials, um, but really just motivating people to, to take that action, but doing so in a really safe, predictable way so that they feel like it's really structured and you're prompting them to take that next step in their buyer journey. 
So that's the four stages. So we've kind of stepped into the minds, the psychology of your ideal clients uh, in terms of the problem unaware stage, the problem aware stage, the solution aware stage, and the product or service aware stage. They are the four pieces of content that you should be incorporating today in your business to reach your ideal client at all phases of their buyer journey process. Now, as I said, do a little bit of an audit, see what your percentage split is across the four areas. You know, one of my favorite sayings in the whole world is if nothing changes, nothing changes. So use this opportunity from this podcast, do the practical exercise. I'd love for you to share the results with me on Instagram. You can DM me at Monique Harding underscore. And please don't forget to like, share, review so that this podcast can reach more incredible business owners and leaders just like you. Have the most amazing week and I'll see you next week for another episode of Rising Femme with Monique Harding. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love and I'll see you next week.